0: back to the 573 podcast. I'm your host Steven Ebers, and on today's episode, Travis Austin and I sit and talk turkeys. Today is opening day of Missouri's turkey season, and I know it's the heart of the season for a lot of other states. So, no better time to talk turkeys than right now. And today's podcast is actually centered around our trip to Oklahoma and the preparation that Austin and I had to do before we got to Oklahoma some of the hunts and and scouting and stories that we have on that trip the adversities we had to face and you know some of the friendships that we made while we were down there so it was a pretty interesting trip and it was my first time hunting out of state for turkeys and I'm looking forward to actually going back to Nebraska in uh, early May so really good time I hope you guys enjoy the podcast I will say there's a little bit of technical difficulty with this episode for whatever reason. It's a little bit choppy. Um, the stories come across still and uh, there, there's really no nothing that you're missing as far as anything like that. But there is a little bit uh, of some choppiness. So I just wanted to give you a heads up before you get into it. So hope you guys enjoy the podcast and we'll get into it.
1: We had some fails this morning. We had some success.
0: Yeah. It's been a great opening day for me, personally. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm personally. glad
1: somebody had a good opening day. <laughs> no, no, dude. I mean, I saw the footage, and, dude, that was textbook freaking success right there. Like, came straight in. You called them in. They did exactly what you wanted. You, if, I, I should have went with you this morning.
0: Yeah, I guess we should give some backstory that... You know, I called Travis last night, and uh, he turned me down. He, I did. He had better places to be.
1: Well, I didn't have better places to be. <laughs> I had obligations, so I I had a buddy that uh, hadn't been hunting uh, turkeys much, so I told him I'd take him out opening day because he's got a tight schedule, and frankly, so am I. Anymore. That's a good friend. So you you yeah, know, I, taking
0: I, somebody on opening day—that's a good. That's yeah. a good friend. And you know, we it got speaks volumes because he he's new to the turkey turkey hunting and. uh for you to take him out, I'm sure he got fired up this morning yeah. with the encounters
1: that you guys had. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I mean, we got on uh, two different toms and uh, and a and a Jake. It's just stuff didn't pan out. I mean, I looking back, I've been thinking about it all day. Um, I think where I messed up is I was I overcalled, and it wasn't it wasn't like I spooked him with my calling. It was that I sounded like I wanted it too much, you know, and I had birds that both of these toms i had them at 60 yards they're just it's pretty green right now pretty we have a pretty green opening day um comparatively speaking to previous seasons and uh i mean it's just i couldn't see more than probably 40 yards in the woods and he was about 60 to 70 and he was just hammering and hammering and hammering and whenever they're hammering like that it's hard to you know I got excited. It's opening day, and I called, and I was getting him fired up. you know I'm cutting, I'm purring i'm yelping and and he's eating it up, just gobbling left and right, but at the same time he thought you know he thought this hen's gonna come to me, and the the only time that I had a a chance, even with my over calling is. We did, uh, while I was walking to him, he had the high ground, and I yelped just to see exactly where he was because we are in the middle of making a move. I yelped. He had the high ground. I was like, well, there's no trees you know, wide enough to kind of hide our silhouettes. We probably could have got away with it, but I didn't want to chance it. Made a semicircle on him. Got pretty close to where, and I know where these birds strut on the same cliff every year. It's just the reason they sit there is because they can see everything and it's hard to get to them and uh so i got as close to that cliff as i could and he gobbled where we were and then he walked he snuck in back on that cliff and just wouldn't budge and uh we had another tom on the ridge next next door and i tried talking to just him i tried firing up this tom and it just wasn't working out i should have just been more patient and been a little bit more quiet
0: and oh, it's a bummer that you know you couldn't seal the deal this morning but we still got three weeks left and yep yep i think it's important you know that every hunter reflect on each hunt they have and, and figure out maybe why it didn't go right mm-hmm. and and like you said man some of those spots if if you don't get there before the bird does it's gonna be hard getting them away man, from there stuck like glue yeah i i uh I was very fortunate this morning to to run into a, yeah, a load a, of turkeys. Yeah, had a
1: double double come in on you. So yeah,
0: yeah, I can't wait to get the footage out there and you guys see it unfold. Should be getting it out there hopefully within the next few days. Yeah, you know, I want to make it quality. Yeah, but
1: yeah, no, it'll be good. It was. You got I, to see a little bit of oh it. Oh my gosh, dude! Textbook success. Like, yeah, that's that's as you know kosher as it gets right there. Um,
0: that's my first opening day bird. Really? Yeah.
1: Really? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I was pretty fired up. Yeah. Andy and you found morels today. So.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I couldn't get the trifecta. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Dude, it's I windy. got till midnight, right? It's,
1: it's windy, dude. You ain't going to catch nothing. It's yeah.
0: Those a- crappie were not biting today, man. I found yeah. some morels. Killed me a turkey. But, man, them crappie just didn't want to hit. Mm-hmm. And you're right, man. They they it was real windy and man the boat that i was in was blowing all over the pond <laughs> yeah, i pulled
1: up and you're on the other side of the pond i was like well been there done that <laughs>
0: <laughs> we won't even talk about what i actually caught <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding could have been somewhere along the lines of a tree bass. <laughs> <laughs> austin's gonna be coming in pretty soon mm-hmm. he's he's on his way he's roosting birds right now but you know we're we had we had some fails today too you know i think uh i think I'll just tell Austin's since we're going to be talking about Oklahoma here in a minute. You know, Austin called in a, bir- a bird this right. morning, right off the roost, and he had he had a new hunter with him too. And I guess that hunter was waiting on his call to to shoot him because apparently this turkey was 15 yards away from yeah, a goblin.
1: Yeah, Austin said uh, he he would be he was seeing this turkey through a small hole in the brush, and the other guy said that he could see it clear, but. Austin had his gun up, so he didn't know if he was going to shoot it and he was waiting for a call and uh it just miscommunication sometimes uh that's one thing that you, if you know nothing else from today's episode you can take with you is if you're going to hunt with somebody, especially somebody new, then you need to communicate, you know, things beforehand cuz that that can uh, be the difference between a bird on the ground or a bird left out there.
0: Absolutely. I've I've heard so many examples of birds not getting killed because miscommunication mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the communication has to happen before the hunt otherwise during the moment if you're even like a doubt 5 yards apart yeah that's too far you're not going to be able to hear each other whispering yeah and yeah moment of truth comes and there's confusion something could happen as far as missing a bird not shooting at a bird somebody shooting the bird Whenever somebody else was supposed to be shooting,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, definitely plan it out beforehand. Talk it over.
0: So, what's your plan for the rest of the week? Uh, are you planning on getting after him? I'm, I'm kind of uh, at a stall until next yeah, week. Yeah, no, planning <laughs> on doing some filming.
1: Yeah, doggone! I, I wish I could trade you because I've got a, <laughs> I've got to work most of the week uh, tomorrow. Which is wild that this is happening in turkey season tomorrow. It's supposed to snow. What? on earth is that uh, oh it's that cat that oh. cat that was birthed out of the couch earlier yeah
0: just cat this cat just came out of the couch in the man cave i don't Jeez. even know how Dude, that I just happens. looked
1: over and there's like two big beady cat eyes looking at me i was like oh my gosh where did you come from <laughs> but yeah anyways it's it's uh supposed to snow tomorrow and i if it just rains or if it rains, I'm not going out. Because, dude, it's going to be 38 and raining. And just like in you season, I went Sunday. I didn't go Saturday because it rained. I, I've been hunting in the rain. I've killed birds in the rain. But guess what? I ain't got anything to prove. I'm not going to be out there in the rain anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can kill birds in the rain. How bad do you want it? Right. For me, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy my experience exactly. while I'm hunting. If I'm freezing and I'm wet, you know, if I've got a... If it's the last day of season, yeah, I'll probably be out there. Yeah, I'll go. But I'll
1: go. I might go last day. Of se- if I haven't killed a bird, yeah, and it's the last day of season, I might go if it's raining. But also at that point, some t- sometimes I'm just like, no, it ain't <laughs> worth <laughs> I've been chasing them three weeks. No,
0: oh, I I missed my opportunity last year. Uh, my wife had some friends over the night before the last day of the season, and. I mingled. You know, I'm a social butterfly, they right, would say. Right, And it got to be like 3 in the morning.
1: Yeah. What I should have done Woke was... Woke up surrounded by blue cans. <laughs> no, no. No. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> never.
0: Well, the problem is, is I probably should have just stayed awake. Right. I went to sleep. Yeah, that's... And I missed out on a double. <sighs> yep. Dude. The good news is somebody, my buddy got a bird, but I could have been... I kind of pulled a Travis, you know? I just, I didn't go. Which yeah. you went this morning. I
1: didn't go at all. Dude.
0: On the uh, last day. Uh, well, uh, I did. I did. I, I just woke up a little later than everybody else.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. It didn't really work
0: out in my favor. Uh-oh. Right. Look what the cat dragged in right here.
1: Dude, that's a sick hoodie. I want one. <laughs> Let me see.
0: What's up? A little What's mossy oak bottomland. Mm-hmm. And he brought the, the good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How's it going, buddy? Uh, I guess you can't hear because you're not hooked up yet. We'll be right back. Oh, and we're back. And just like that in podcast world, you can easily... We well, didn't go anywhere. Yeah, we didn't uh, go That's just what I want <laughs> And Austin's got the headgear on, so we're ready to talk turkeys and talk about Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, yeah. How was it? I heard it was Wendy. Oh, man. Very. It was. <laughs>
0: well, let's just say when we pulled up at like... I'd say Wendy's an understatement. <laughs> I, I
1: saw a Snapchat and like, Stephen was painting over like like the truck and everything, and the wind's blowing or whatever. And that like, you get around to my tent, and it's like almost folded up. <laughs> oh <laughs> and yeah. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah,
2: I thought we were gonna be buying you a tent.
1: Yeah,
0: I thought it was gonna blow away.
1: Ah, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's when we pulled up
0: to the uh, to the area, I mean, there's windmills everywhere. So oh, they're no. they're powering the whole state in that area right. off the <laughs> wind. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, no, it was it was cool. We came in um the day before opening day and we were gonna try to do some scouting from the road, maybe get out and do some boots on the ground and we thought, you know, we'd get there right before um,
1: root right before, before sunrise
0: yeah. and maybe hear some birds gobbling. Well, the first spot we picked was no bueno. I mean, it was a beaten up cow pasture with Not very many trees. No, nothing to roost in, which, you know, looking back on it, I mean, that's pretty much what that place was, was really open. I
2: was really discouraged. I didn't want to say anything because and bring the spirits down because you're, you know. Right, you're on a trip, first day. Yeah. Damn, we ain't finding shit. (laughs) It just did not look like turkeys lived
0: there, but they did. I think another thing that we faced, which you know, it was like a no hitter. You know, both of us are thinking it, but nobody's saying it. Right. You know, we don't want to jinx it. And uh, you know, we that after sunrise, we realize, oh, we we screwed up. We weren't in the right spot. We start cruising gravels around this public, and we finally put eyes on turkeys. But so does everybody else. I mean, we were running yeah. into literally all thirty seconds tables.
2: after we videoed them. We drove down the road, maybe not even an eighth of a mile, and another vehicle met us, and we were kind of uphill from them, and I just seen them drive right near where we seen the Toms, and I seen brake lights, and I was like, well, they probably see them too.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's when you jump out and just run for it. (laughs) Well, every time we drove
2: back by that spot that day, there was a different vehicle parked on the side of the road, and... So I mean, you can't say ever, you know, all those people seen
1: them, but a good chance that a lot of them did. Yeah,
2: some of them did, and some of them maybe they've been there in the past and been on birds or something. I don't know, but it seemed like it it was a hot spot. Yeah, Yeah, it did look good. I mean, it was a little cove with some
0: green. (laughs) Yeah, two strutters there. Looked real good. (laughs) Yeah, there should
1: be turkeys here. Well, we ended up spending I'm the... no expert, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, he's just the turkey slayer. Yeah. So we ended up spending the rest of that day before the season started looking for birds. We did see another Tom uh, on private off the road. Other than that, though, it was pretty sparse. We saw a lot of vehicles with out state plates. And then, you know, we went to roost birds. And when you just don't know an area, you've never been there before, you you try to key on some things and we wanted to key on water and he's he set up by a river and i didn't really want to go too far away so i pulled down the road and and set up somewhere else and neither of us are
2: birds oh yeah yeah when we actually i thought you were talking about when we roosted when we ended up roosting birds we were just i was on one side of the river you were on the other right yeah
1: let's not jump ahead of the game it looked like you guys were in a pretty desolate area and man oh, whenever oh my goodness whatever so are... waters sparse and you know you got a lot of wind and uh, maybe a lot of predators in the area already then it just seems like it's so hard to even hear one gobble you know and you never know on a new area like when the birds gobble is it uh, better to go in early season or late season i know friends that have went to Nebraska or whenever I went to Colorado, I was like two weeks late in Colorado and I know people who show up early in Nebraska and they just, you know, they're like, yeah, we didn't even hear anything, you know? So that is one of the biggest struggles that I've witnessed going out West. So kudos to you guys for, I mean, you guys ended up with three birds, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I think maybe we should touch on the approach So we, Austin and I, we sat down, got on Onyx, and we pinned a bunch of places where we thought, okay, there's water. It looked from the map like there was a lot of trees, Mm -hmm. and so we were thinking, okay, they're probably going to be near these water sources, Mm -hmm. and uh, if they aren't, or if we assume, you know, just hunting around here you know most of the time by creeks and rivers there's roosting birds so we assume maybe that's how it's going to be down there and and it was what once we figured it out it was
2: it was just the spots that we pinned where the creeks and rivers were at it wasn't some of them weren't like just really easy access or the access that was there there were people there right
1: yeah no that's and that's even with here i mean sometimes you get into a uh, area and you're like okay this i can you can actually walk in here and then you run into other hunters or you're like dang this is so thick i don't even think birds live here yeah so <laughs> i
2: mean we ended up on opening day we ended up just checking out areas that had you know little creeks or whatever but they were really off grid i think we walked in like
0: two at, or three miles two or three
2: miles to a spot and we found turkey when we were walking to it it was like we were walking through the desert, and you did you would have no idea there was anything really out there. But once we got to this bottom, I mean, it had nothing but green growth and cattle and, I mean, a a stream that went right through it. The only reason we trees. knew there was
0: possibly turkeys there was the fact that there was cow patties flipped over. I mean, yeah, other than that, we don't know if there's knows, any other that animals. There could have been
1: sonars, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People looking for shrooms. <laughs> Bunch of cow patties. We didn't see for. a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once
0: you get that far back to kind of get away from the people. Yeah, we were. We Boys didn't, from Oklahoma. We
2: got to once we got to that area, we started. We stopped seeing boot tracks and.
1: Dude, that and that's like always that. refreshing to get into an area where you see something that you like, and you're looking around. And you're not seeing boot tracks or garbage or.
0: But you know, we also. Didn't, didn't like going back there you right. know it was yeah it wasn't just that it was two or three miles back in there it was up down up it was it was not mountainous terrain rolling hills you know yeah, but just, it was
1: it and
2: was when you're walking tough. through that sand i mean it's not solid so i mean you feel like it's easy walking but really it's just like walking through mud kind of right I mean, yeah
1: every step turns into two and a half you yeah
2: know. so i mean
0: what ended up happening is uh So, that night, before the season started, we didn't roost any birds. And so, we said, okay, well, we saw two birds on public. Right. Maybe other people did, too. Yeah. We actually camped on the backside of where that was. Yep. And ended up camping right there, getting up super early, heading over to a wheat field we thought maybe birds would pitch down in, maybe even the two birds we saw. And sure enough, I mean, you could hear other hunters calling. We even ran into another hunter.
2: Yeah which actually busted what would have been either two wild pigs or, I mean, I guess, I don't know if there's bears in that area or not, but once we got down there, we thought we heard a guy calling on a just slate or box call near the the wheat field, and we were kind of closer to the timber. So we stood there just to listen, and all of a sudden we heard a crow call. And Steven looked at me and he said, do you think that was a hunter? And I said, I don't know, let's see if we hear it again. And not even, it wasn't any time after I said that, we heard it again. And we're like, yeah, that's probably a guy. And then we seen him briefly walking. And we're like, right after that, two dark objects that were really large came busting out of the brush and one of them just kept on running and the other one stopped and looked at us for maybe two seconds and it took off again it happened so quick I didn't really I didn't know what it was at that very moment but as soon as they ran off Stephen said do you think those were cows and I was like no I don't think I don't think so I think they were Pigs, yeah they're
1: probably definitely. feral hogs dude they Oklahoma's covered up with them well, yeah you
2: know well where we're seen, at we don't yeah. see hogs yeah we and don't so, know and we don't really we don't know think, what the tracks right I don't know they look a know. lot like a deer they're just more short uh, like, and stubby yeah they're like well, that's what we were that's, seeing that's what it, that's yeah. what we seen I bet so. you that's what it was and yeah. I mean
0: we'll sit here and 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 contemplate it but I think at the end of the day it was hog track I mean it was hogs that yeah we got yeah encountered with but you know we saw them people. We said, we're getting the heck out of here. We right. did. And then, like Austin said, we ended up getting boots on the ground and going to places. We ended up talking to a few guys, too. And, you know, that actually played into our favor because somebody slipped up and said they heard turkeys. And, well, you can bet your butt we were in there roosting that night. Right, yeah. And that's what Austin was talking about where he roosted where they said they heard turkeys. And then I roosted on the other side of the river. Uh, there was a public or a private piece in between these two public ground spots. Mm-hmm. And so he went on the one track and I went on the other side and we both listened. We both heard gobbles, talked about it and thought that Austin's spot would have been better. Right. And it was good, man. They were gobbling. Yeah, like crazy. They were,
2: they were talking pretty good that morning on the limb. Once they hit the ground, it was, Basically, silenced except the only thing that confirmed they were still close to us, but they were on, they had made it onto the private ground. Is um, I kind of crept up towards the property line a little bit after fly down to see if I could get eyes on something, and I could hear hens yelping. So,
0: working their way down the river. Yeah. So, we got to talking about it, and we're like, hey, these birds probably are going to follow the river down. Let's go to where you roosted last night right, and see if we can't run into them. So that's what we did. We literally circled around these birds, which it ain't no small circle. We had to no, drive we, a few yeah, miles. Yeah, we walked
2: all the way back to the truck and drove around.
0: But to right. get to that spot, I mean, the private property was probably, what, four, three or 400 yards in length uh, width yeah. from one public to the other public. Yeah. But for to get to that spot, we had to – we had to get our boots off, cross some rivers, and it was fun. Um, nobody likes crossing cold rivers, but it yeah. was a good After time. You yeah, kill a
1: bird, it, well,
2: it we <laughs> we were walking in to where Stephen had listened, and it's kind of it's open. There's there's chunks of timber there, but it was broken up, and it it was like it was almost like a big interior field.
0: I would call it a meadow,
2: but a me- yeah like a pasture. Right, and. We're walking through there, and not too far from where he heard some birds the night before, there was two toms just hanging out there, and we busted them. Yeah, we're uh. just
0: cruising down that I walking mean, we trail. Were, we, we
2: didn't even – sh- we didn't consider those turkeys because the the plan for the ones he roosted is they're probably going to work on the private, but we had plenty of room in, to get in between them and the and private. The private. And they hadn't made it to the private. They were still hanging you know, out. hanging out.
0: So we ended up trying to sneak. Maybe maybe we didn't spook them too bad. We were still trying to get set up anyways. So we kind of did a loop and got to as close to the fence as we could. And we set up basically on the fence pointing at the public. And we're sitting there for what, a good 30 minutes, 45? 40 Probably five,
2: 45 minutes to an hour. and
0: Something just fucking hammers.
2: Yeah, I was calling every... Fifteen to twenty minutes. I mean, it was a steady thirty mile an hour wind with forty to forty five mile an hour gusts. Jeez. So it had it blew it by the time the turkeys came in, my decoy had been blown over on the ground,
0: which I didn't know at the time. No, <sighs> like which, it this wasn't short log. grass.
2: It was you know kind of. This heavy. is
0: so funny. Actually, we before you got here, we were talking about miscommunication, and we'll get to that part of the story. But this, we had this big log in between us. We're probably like. A yard, yeah. away from each other. But it's
2: so windy, and when you you were facing one way, right, and your buddy's facing slightly, a, you know, the opposite direction, or you know, to the side, and there's a bird coming in, you know, you're you're facing wherever you're at, wherever you're facing when that bird's coming in, that's where you're stuck until right. you know, you have the opportunity to move, and it's just sound is really muffled and yeah you can't wind and everything yeah i mean i've i don't know how many times i've i've had it happen i mean it actually just happened this morning um i mean you just it's hard to communicate yeah you're you can't talk real loud you know
1: Um, and i don't know about you guys but i've got tinnitus and my buddy oh, was trying wow. my buddy was trying to whisper to me and I was like, dude, I literally can't understand like, Yeah, all you I, can hear is Right. <laughs> and I, I read lips a lot of the times and whenever you have a mask over yeah. and you're whispering, I have no well, idea that's, what you're saying. I think
2: that's what makes it even worse too, because you have a face mask on. Right. So Just I mean it's over your it. ears and it's over your mouth. So mm-hmm. I mean anyway.
0: This turkey hammers, right? Yeah. And about
2: seventy yards behind us. I hadn't called him probably ten no 15 we were minutes. just chilling. he just enjoying let the beautiful
0: out. day, and we knew turkeys were gonna be in the area. It just yeah. seemed turkey, yeah, you know? we just
2: i mean it just seemed like they were the way they were going, they were gonna at least cut through the corner of this
0: chunk of public right and uh well they they come and and all of a sudden, I did hear Austin say this, he said two two birds coming, Stephen, don't look. Well, see, he said, two birds coming, and I immediately jolted my head right. backwards. Beep. And then he said, don't look. And I'm like, I'm already looking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw three. And I said, three birds, Austin, awesome, three. And then we kind of just sat still for a little bit, and these birds crossed the fence about five yards away from me. I mean, it Which was Which I can't oats. see this. Because did they
1: did they jump, jump the fence? No, or I,
0: they ducked under it. Oh, yeah, okay. I couldn't. So when the
2: turkey gobbled – It was about 75 yards or so away and straight behind us on the private. So I had turned my head and I called again. They didn't gobble again, but, you know, they were close. And I'm just watching behind me, and then I see two redheads bopping through the woods coming right at us. And I watched the two birds that we ended up killing. I watched them walk 20 yards from me behind the fence, and I was just – like, oh, man, this is going to end bad. And I'm just stuck looking that way. And eventually, I you know, I can't see him anymore, and it seemed like forever, and I just slowly started turning my head back around. And about that time, um, they had I heard uh, spitting and drumming, and there they were.
0: So, yeah, uh, they ducked this fence, and I, I'm seeing it all right because they're right in front of me. Uh, just how the log was and how we were positioned, and I knew right away they were jakes. Right. And Austin didn't know that at the time, but this. And I had talked to, to Austin about this prior yeah. to even this hunt that I would probably settle for a Jake. We had three tags to burn. Right. You know,
1: and and I mean the Rios, you know, you yeah. you're, not, you're not shooting those every day. So no,
2: I mean it. It was that's Steven's first out of state. Bird. turkey hunting trip so yeah
0: i mean why not
1: yeah why not well he put
0: on a show for me
1: too yeah no that yeah. makes he, all the difference swelled
0: too. up real good and and he was spitting and drumming like austin said austin could hear it but i was watching it yeah yeah and i waited till they both got across the fence and i was telling austin i'm like i'm gonna shoot him i'm gonna shoot him austin thought i was see, this is where the communication comes <laughs> in austin thought i was telling him to shoot him oh
2: yeah. no the only thing i could hear was shoot, 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 shoot. And I just didn't want to
0: scare him when I shot. When the
2: bird, the first one popped out probably 10 yards from us, and I realized that one was a Jake after he had moved a little bit. And then I'm just hearing Steven say, shoot. And, um, yeah, I was like, well, I don't want to shoot a Jake. I don't know if he knows it's a Jake. So I'm just, I'm not saying anything. And then – I the, second, well, <laughs> the second bird pops out before this and I'm looking at him and I can't, he's kind of facing straight away from me and the grass was tall enough. I can really just see his head and I can't tell if it's a Jake or a gobbler. I know it's a male bird. Right. And I see the third one out in front of him and I was pretty, I could see it better and I was like, well, that's a hen. So I guess the middle one's the gobbler. And Steve I can just hear Steven saying shoot, shoot, shoot and eventually, not long after that, he just shoots the <sighs> closer bird. The hen flies off and the bird I shot was just kind of standing there looking around. I seen that he had a beard and I decided Let's let's double let's do- up.
1: Yeah, let's double up. Hell yeah, dude. Out of state out of state hunt and you doubled up. Like, you know, there's gonna be some people throw shade all the time, but dude, if you're out of state and you're risking that much money and, you know, you wanna kill a Rio, it's your first Rio, or even if it's not and you're with a buddy on his first hunt, I see no issue with shooting a Jake.
0: It was a tough hunt. Yeah, too. and
2: I don't really I don't care what anybody thinks. Right, it right. was it was awesome. I mean I was It's a memory we'll have yeah, yeah up. We were ups. both excited. I mean doubling
1: up's you always know, fun. so
2: that was that's what it's about, so It worked out, and we got a couple birds. Honestly, it was a blessing in disguise, too,
0: because that place that we were at first, you know, it was a tough hunt. Yeah, dude. Lots of people, crappy terrain. We had a little bit of insider information from my father-in-law about a place, and we weren't really going to check it out. We were stubborn. Also,
2: let's throw in that you can only shoot one bird per county there, and if, if you could kill more than one bird, Per county. I don't know if we would have left or sooner or not. I mean, we just we basically were like, Well, we can't kill another one here, so we're either going home or we have to go somewhere going else. somewhere somewhere yeah. else. So And
0: well, we weren't gonna leave on day two. You know it's funny, we actually had a guy on Instagram message us about a spot and it was the same exact spot that my father in law had hunted in Oklahoma before. So obviously me and Austin thought, This's gotta be a good spot. You know, that's two different people from they don't even know each other. Right.
2: Both from Missouri.
0: Yeah. Telling us, check this place out. So we haul butt up there. It's about an hour and a half from where we were hunting. And we get there and we're like, Oh my gosh, this is this is a lot more Missouri yeah, like than Oklahoma. I mean, there were just a lot of
2: green fields and a lot of draws that you know, divided all the fields, and there was a, a nice, pretty good river that went through it, and, I mean, it just, it looked, it looked good. And but. so,
0: we immediately, you know, the same day we killed those jakes, we took off towards there, and we started scouting the area, set up camp, tried to roost some birds, and, of course, neither of us roosted birds that night. And the next morning, we ended up just going to a spot where we had pinned on the map, close to the river and sure enough there was already some guys there they flashed their green lights at us and me and austin are looking at each other like what are we gonna do now you know and we kind of cruised that blacktop around the river and we kind of sat and listened and we were hearing just gobbles everywhere and we were frustrated no doubt about it we were frustrated because you know we this was probably the best morning there wasn't any wind that day it just clear skies birds yeah. were hammering and we were sitting on a blacktop road yeah listening to
2: them
1: yep yeah because you guys there was a lot of uh pretty much a truck in every spot you drove past right, oh right? yeah yeah, yeah we- on both
2: sides of the road so i was frustrated because i'm just like man this is the best morning we've had there's birds on both sides they're gobbling like. It seemed like it was a place back home. There's, just, there's turkeys gobbling all around, and we're, I just felt like we were out of the game. But lo and behold, I think.
0: Well, we, is... uh, we finally decided, listen, let's go sit in a field and, and just call and hang out. And we got to riding around a little bit, and we're like, no, we're not just going to go guess. We heard all these birds. Yeah, there's trucks. We're going to go find a field that's open and where we've heard birds and sure enough those guys that flashed the green lights at us were gone out of that spot they'd moved down the road so we immediately parked in that spot and we went in and there was some barrier in between where we wanted to be and you know where we were headed big swamp and i mean it wasn't it wasn't a small swamp. It was no, deep. It was deep it was and wide. There
2: was, and it was really thick. There was all kinds of trees and root wads and stuff all grown up in it. And
0: just about the time we got to the part where we're like, "Oh my gosh, how do we cross this?" Birds start hammering yeah. on the other side of it. Yeah. And so we're we're looking. I bet if you were, you know, at the blacktop and you were watching us, because you could see us from the blacktop you'd have probably thought, what the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> because we're sitting there walking along this tree line back and forth trying to figure out how to cross it. We almost look like turkeys ourselves. All right. Like, how do we cross this creek or how do we cross this fence? No, yeah. <laughs> we look like idiots. Finally, we figure out how to cross it. We looked at the on and we see that there's some dry stuff. We work our way around it. It was wide. Um, some other things happened in between, but ultimately we got set up. Over a green field, yeah, we where we the, knew turkeys were. We let
2: the birds work off. We we watched them fight. They ran each other out of the field, and that was our chance to make a move. Make a move and get around. We just got out in that field and
0: set up where they were at. And he threw the Jake decoy out. Um, we were both concerned. You know, we were like, we don't know if they're watching the field or not. But we just had to take that chance. And the Jake decoy ended up being our saving grace. And Austin, I think because it was your hunt, that maybe you should kind of. Tell us how it went down.
2: Yeah, so we got set up, and obviously the turkeys were out of the field. Nothing was gobbling. We just took our time, got set up. I put the decoy out and started calling every 10, 15 minutes intervals, and we got a couple birds to start gobbling, and I think that got a different group fired up and they were gobbling so we had two groups kind of in between us we thought we had multiple
0: birds coming
2: yeah i mean there was a chance that that could have happened but so we're working these turkeys and eventually there were some that were a little bit closer and they popped out in the field and i called at them they were about 200 yards they noticed the decoy and he just turned and started working our way and once he got to about I don't know, 120 yards. He went into strut, and he would strut and take a few steps, and then walk a little bit faster and strut again. And he did that all the way in.
0: He had his head up. He was he, alert.
2: Yeah, he would he would come in when he got into he died, shotgun range. Pressured. Once he got into shotgun range, he would strut and take one step, mm. and he would strut again, take a step, and do that. And seemed like forever. I probably. Should have let him come a little bit closer. Um, I mean it. It was perfectly in range, but
0: yeah. Let's just let's just say for filming purposes, maybe he should have let it come into range. Yeah, but as far as
2: being ethical and it whatever, I mean he was was he was was a a clean shot. Yeah, Yeah. Um, he got to about forty five yards, and I decided that once he went into strut, I was gonna move my gun over to him, and he went into strut. I moved my gun. He raised his head up. And I just took my time and made the shot.
0: Blasted him. Yep. One shot, dropped him. I don't even. I mean, I think he flopped a couple of times, but I've never seen a bird flop less. So yeah, I know well, was, you're
1: shooting that TSS. Aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The
0: apex. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Number that...
0: nines with a.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's a beehive. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Indian Creek choke. So. Yep. Yeah. That's
0: what I blasted my bird out of this morning. But, anyways, you know. He kills the bird. We're pumped up. We're fixing to go run after him because that's what you do, you right? Know? And Austin says, "Another turkey, another turkey." So we drop. We're I can't see it, but I wasn't really focused on any other anything else but going to get his bird. And uh, I guess we kind of spooked it once we got up and got cheerful. So didn't get another bird, but yeah,
2: we we didn't see him until we stood up, right? So once we stood up. The second turkey was, like, all the way down in the field where the one I just shot had popped out at. So, I don't think – we wouldn't have seen him unless he walked farther out in the field. But – so, I don't know. But we stood up, seen him drop back down and started calling and stuff. And at that point, like I said, we couldn't see the bird. And once we, you know, didn't see anything for a couple minutes, we were – we kind of popped up again. He was gone. So, we just – went and got the bird
0: yeah and what did we find
2: well we found that he had two spurs on each foot and yeah i mean it was just unreal i've 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 heard of that the double spur but i've never obviously i had never seen it and it just it's one of those things like you don't ever think it's going to happen to you yeah, yeah, so, that's like I mean, shooting
1: an albino turkey. They're yeah. one in a million.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, I think it's pretty rare, but
1: I, it, I had never even heard of it before. Me either. I hadn't either, Travis. Because I was, whenever you guys, uh, there was a picture or a video or something that morning that Steven sent me. And I was like, that thing almost looks like it's got two spurs. And But I was like, eh. nah. and then later I saw the actual picture and I was like, no freaking way. Dude, that's it. And being able to hold them. that's wild dude
2: yeah yeah it was it was an unbelievable experience he didn't he didn't gobble all the way in but he strutted and drummed so right it was cool
0: absolutely and you know another thing was we we built some camaraderie with some folks down there you know what i mean that's right that that's the thing about hunting public land it seems like that you got to avoid people you got to get away from them but at the same time when you're talking to them and and everything else it you can tell that everybody's there they're good people you know and we met a couple guys down there I'll shout them out Ramsey Richardson and Chisholm May and those guys they know how to turkey hunt because I can tell you this there was a few times we ran into them roosting birds whenever we wanted to roost birds at those spots so we knew that they knew what they were they were talking about and we made a good friendship with them, and after we got back from killing that bird, you know they were right there at the parking lot waiting on us. Nice,
1: yep. Yeah. Nice. What? Yep. Those are those are a couple of good guys. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm, yeah, we had uh, we met them when we got to camp that night, and we just slowly, you know, to them a couple more times, and just slowly we were talking more to them, and uh,
1: and they actually they actually uh, they and, t- they killed a bird, didn't they? Yeah, they had already the killed
2: yeah they killed one the next morning. Ramsey had killed a Jake where we were at yep. um and at the first place and then so they they had got to the new spot the same time we did and yeah that next that next day they had Chisholm killed a pretty good gobbler and uh
1: Heck yeah 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 that's that, it's always fun making friends over hunting, <laughs> especially when they're from you know different states all over the place,
2: yeah, and come to find out they actually hunt Oklahoma every season i I think they've been hunting there for the past five years or something about right so
0: yeah we ended up celebrating that night Yep. had a campfire found some morels nice yeah it was a good time you know and you know don't shy away from the people talk to them you know because you might build friendships with them and and that's what we did and it, it turns out to be a really good friendship we're we're planning on hunting out of state with these guys in the near future I just want to shout out Ramsey. He He's kind of started his own business, and he's making these knives, and they're pretty sweet. Yeah. So if you want to see some of his knives, you can follow him on Instagram at double underscore R underscore forge or type in Ramsey Richardson. And you check out his knives and uh, go order you one because they're pretty slick. Yeah, they are. He does a really he's, good job.
2: He's, he's really crafty. He's. I wish uh, I had that skill. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: That's a pretty cool skill to have. Well, I know Travis, you got to roll out, but yeah, I, I got a long drive. Austin and I are going to finish up here. Yep. And uh, I appreciate you coming. I know that with turkey season going on, it's just one of those things where you've got to, you know, you got to roll. You right. know, We've got things to do, work, turkey hunt, all kinds of good stuff. So we'll let you let you get out of here all right awesome it's just me and you now man yep so we'll just uh wrap her up on the oklahoma trip you know after you killed your bird uh, things got a little bit interesting you know they did you know we were celebrating with the other guys
2: yeah we had already found the mushrooms yep our plan was uh to i killed my bird and our plan was to set up farther down where we had been hearing some other turkeys we set up there till about i think one one o'clock or something like that
0: yeah because in Oklahoma you don't have a time limit
2: well you have to quit at seven.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. you have to quit at seven actually yeah and that gives you about an hour to roost with yeah. no pressure
2: yep so it was mid-morning we I shot my bird right around 11 o'clock and we hunted for a couple more hours uh didn't have much action heard a few once we had got set up just nothing worked in so It was getting pretty warm. I think it was about 85 that day.
0: Oh, it was good and hot. Hottest day we've experienced this year.
2: Yep. So we made the haul out, and we decided to take the turkey to the truck. We were going to get some water, maybe have a sandwich, and then uh, go pick these mushrooms we found. And, uh, well, when we got back, Ramsey and Chisholm were there, so we uh, ended up hanging out. shitting with them for a little bit yeah so anyway we we got back we're hanging out and i uh decided to breast my turkey out before we went and picked these mushrooms and i breasted them out and had cut the drums just popped them off the socket and uh was trimming up on them and uh, i was just getting ready to cut the first leg all the way off made a few cuts and i pulled some skin down his leg and I went to cut that, and I was talking and not paying attention. And I, I pulled the skin tight and made a cut. And when I did, my knife hit a little bit of tension. And uh, I cut through and ended up cutting myself in the leg, too, in the process pretty good. So uh, at that point, it got kind of serious, and I jumped up. There was blood running down my leg instantly, so um, we had to take care of that. We, uh,
0: yeah. So I'll, I'll just say from my perspective, we're you know sitting there hanging out, and you're cleaning the turkey, and then you like kind of jump backwards a little bit, and you pull up your pant leg. I thought you hit your knee on a rock or something. You know, I didn't really know what was going on, and and Ramsey I think's the one that said, you know, you good yeah whatever and you you just had this look in your face like i'm super concerned and i find out you cut yourself and you know immediately the uh the studying that i've been doing in the last few years i just i got concerned and where it was at i got really concerned and it ended up not being that bad of course yeah you know we, we put some pressure on it Yeah, cleaned it out
2: with some water and peroxide put a bandage on it to after we had some had some pressure on it got the bleeding to stop and uh
0: went on to the urgent care yeah i got, got some stitches how many stitches you get i you got
2: know? uh six stitches oh
0: okay yeah and we were back to hunting yeah yep. <laughs> yeah i dropped austin off to go roost some birds and, and i roosted some birds and made a play on some birds the next morning and well they they flew past our decoys. We set up a little bit too close.
2: Yeah, they flew over top of us.
0: And uh, the thing about them Rios, when they hit the ground, they hit the ground running. Yeah. They just – and and we didn't know that at first. You know, that was something that came from those guys. And, mm-hmm. well, that, that's what happened that morning. Yeah, they tried, got away from us. Yeah, we tried catching up to them, doing a little calling. But, you know, when birds want to be somewhere, there ain't no turning them around. No, and, they
2: had – they had it in their mind where where they were gonna go, yeah. and uh, I mean they flew down they flew down in range. We just didn't have much time. I wouldn't have been able to get the camera on them. There was a lot of brush in between us and them. You would have had to made a pretty quick spin move and you know popping a shot off. So we just we let them we let we thought we had a chance on getting back on them. So we yeah, just, we had the
0: decoys out. We thought yeah. maybe they would circle around and come to the decoy but they just worked out out of range and yeah and uh yep. that was it they walked out to the distance and we never saw them again and we uh come back to camp and sure enough Chisholm got him a gobbler
2: yep so we shared camp with them again briefly and uh and we, we hit the road we hit the road and i think they did shortly after also uh, so
0: yep they sure did but you know, Oklahoma was a great trip. It was a fun experience. It was new terrain. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. I don't know about you, Austin, but
2: no, not at all. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a new experience, and it just goes to show. Looking, you can look at all the maps you want, but until you get there, you don't really know what you're dealing with.
0: Yep yeah that's so true looking back it's definitely a hunt i was real it's a challenge it was a challenge oh yeah that that's the best way to say it is it was a challenge i think that's what made it so rewarding when we finally got it done yeah you know definitely and yeah you know great trip i'm glad we got to share it with you guys we're back in missouri now yeah it's opening day turkey season yep we're gonna get this podcast out tomorrow which is the second day of Missouri turkey season. Hopefully a couple more of us got some birds down. Yeah. We'll get the foot we got the footage out on the Oklahoma trip. It's up on YouTube. You can search the 573 no spaces in between and then uh you can look up double spurred gobbler in Oklahoma or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, we'll we'll get a couple more videos out. We've been finding some morels. I killed a bird this morning. I tried to get that Missouri trifecta. Mm, I'm still bitter about it. Yeah. And just them crappie weren't biting. It was getting windy that this late afternoon.
2: Yeah, it was, and we got a cold front moving in. It's just, you know, not the perfect day for catching fish. I don't think. But
0: yeah. Well, guys, thanks for sticking with us. I hope you enjoyed our experiences in Oklahoma, and we'll see you on the next one.